One of the things that's ingrained in our culture is entertainment. From movies and music to sports and recreation, we love to be entertained. So we're going to take a few minutes to discuss how you can still enjoy that entertainment, even with a vision impairment. And that's coming up today on episode number eight of Life After Sight Loss Radio. Welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. If you're new to the program, this is the podcast where we do product reviews, life advice, encouragement, how-tos, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Welcome to the program today, everybody. I'm so glad that you're here. I am excited about today's podcast, as I always am, because I love bringing this information to you all. And today we're talking entertainment, one of my most, oh gosh, favorite topics, because, well, I love entertaining and I love to be entertained. Don't we all kind of love that? Don't we all love to just sit back and be entertained? And some of us, like me, we love to do the entertaining. So entertainment is one of my most favorite topics. So we're going to jump into how you can still enjoy a ton of different forms of entertainment even after sight loss. Before we jump into everything, I want to let you know that you can find the show notes to today's episode at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 008. There you'll find links, conversation, information, images, videos, everything I talk about in today's episode are at the show notes, which can be found again at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 008. And as we usually do, let's jump into a little news and updates. One thing that's really important after sight loss, or especially having any vision impairment, is having a good sense of humor. A teenager in Texas has been posting some of his uh, quips on Facebook, and one of his friends actually screenshots these and then shares them out. And luckily, to this friend's credit, these have been getting very, very popular. Now, this teenager, again from Texas, has a great sense of humor, and he just loves sharing about it online. He is completely blind and actually has prosthetic eyes, and that's actually one of the things that he talks about. And let me give you one of his quotes from Facebook, because I thought it was really interesting. And he says this, quote, That moment when you find out that one of your classes has map tests which means looking at a world map and pointing out countries. Hashtag plastic eye problems. That is a great, that's a great hashtag. Like, kudos to him for coming up with that hashtag. I like it. But you just got to have a sense of humor. And the reason I share this story with you is because... That's one of the things I would tell anyone after losing their sight is that continue to have a good sense of humor. You're going to have sad days and you're going to have days that you don't want to have a sense of humor. But as much as you can, learn to laugh at yourself, at the situations. You know, again, sight loss isn't funny, but if we can learn to laugh at different things, it will really help in our quote unquote coping with the sight loss. You can check out more of his quips over at the link in the show notes. The Utah Jazz did something for a young fan that they have. 
He actually is a young man, probably actually only about seven or eight, and he goes to the Utah Jazz games. He loves the Jazz, and they actually got him some high-tech glasses. They're eSight glasses. Maybe you've heard of them. And that way he can watch the game. His dad said that when he put them on, he could see signs that were, you know, 100 yards away, and he could see them making baskets and that sort of thing. So, first of all, big high five and thumbs up to the Utah Jazz for doing something for a fan of the team. That's really awesome. And if you want to know more about these eSight glasses, if you've never heard of them, or maybe you've heard of them, but you want to know more about them, my good buddy Sam from The Blind Spot on YouTube actually has at least a couple of videos, and one of those videos, his most recent one, I have embedded in the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 008, so you can head on over there, you can watch his video, and I've got a link to his channel as well so that you can subscribe to him if you really like that. But again, kudos to the Utah Jazz for giving this young man these glasses because, man, it will make a big difference in his life as a fan of the Utah Jazz. And finally, I've been featured on a podcast. I've been on it a couple of times. Maybe you listening to this podcast found me because of it, but it's Life After Blindness with my friend Tim Schwartz. Now, this week, uh, the week that I'm producing this podcast, I was a spotlight guest, which just means we did a whole interview with me. I talked about my sight loss. I talked about my life before sight loss. I talked about my passions, my interests, what I'm doing now, what I want to do in the future, all that sort of thing. So you can check it out. I've got a link in the show notes or just go to lifeafterblindness.com. Tim and I have talked and we kind of have sister sites, if you will. I think I focus a little more on going from sighted to blindness with a sight loss later in life. And then he focuses on blindness in general, whether you're born from, uh, whether you're blind from birth or that sort of thing. So we have a little bit different take, a little bit different voice, but all in all, we're trying to help people to discover life regardless of how you lost your sight, how you're blind, we want to help you discover that life in the midst of visual impairment. So check it out. Link in the show notes as well. Hey, what do you think about today's news stories? And do you have any articles or news that you have read or found out about recently that you'd like to share? Well, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and send me an email, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at lifeaftersightloss.com. Entertainment. It is a crucial part of our culture, especially as Americans. And maybe if you're listening to this podcast outside of the country, maybe you're in the UK or Sweden or Canada or somewhere else, I'm sure it's probably a pretty important part of your culture as well. We love to be entertained. We love to just sit down and, and watch a movie, watch a TV show. We like to go to sports and play games. We love to be entertained. A lot of times it helps us forget all the bad things that are happening in our lives, but we love to be entertained. And after you lose your sight, some of these things might seem a little bit impossible. They might seem like, wow, am, am I able to enjoy these entertainment forms anymore? Can I can I take part in these? And the resounding answer is always, yes, you can. And today I want to talk about a few different forms of entertainment and give you some different ways to access these things because, hey, we all love to be entertained. Whether you're sighted, whether you're blind, no matter what it is, we love entertainment. So let's jump into a few different forms of entertainment and find out how you can access them as a visually impaired person. Now, the first one is movies. I've been asked many a time over my life as a visually impaired person, oh, do you still go to movies? Do you like the movies? How do you do movies? What about movies? I don't know why everybody automatically goes to movies when, when they find out that I'm visually impaired, but they always want to know about 
movies. And so when I get asked that question, I always say, yes, I do. I love the movies. I'm I'm a big entertainment person, especially with acting and producing and that sort of thing. So I love the movies. Uh, my wife and kids and I just went to see Beauty and the Beast, the new remake, which by the way, it was very good. You should go check it out. But we just went to see that. We've been to see a lot of different movies. I love the experience of the movie theater, going and eating the popcorn and drinking the drink that is like the size of a bucket. I mean, have you seen these drinks? My gosh, they're huge. My son and I, who is uh, 11, we shared one, and I'm like, you could swim in this cup. That's an, it, anyway, that's not the point. The point is, I love going to the movies. And with the advent of audio description, and now the more public version of audio description, I so enjoy the movies. And so let me just kind of give you a picture of how I go to the movies so that it might help you as you take your trip to your local cinema. Now, the first thing I would do is find out which theater in your area has audio description on a very regular basis. In my area, we have one called Regal. Now, if you have a Regal in your area, you might want to check it out because they've always been consistent and really good about audio description. I did see recently that AMC is working on making it better as well, so just check out which theater in your area has audio description. And then before you go, it couldn't hurt to call and see if the movie you want to see has audio description. I found that the more popular ones around right now, they've all had it, and it's been no problem. But if you're wondering about it, it doesn't hurt to just go ahead and give them a call, give like a preemptive strike, and see, hey, do you have audio description for this movie? Now, the second thing I would do is get yourself a good pair of earbuds. Now, I don't mean the ones that come with the iPhone. I mean like ones that will fit into your ear and make a nice sort of snug fit, maybe have some cushions, some silicone, whatever the case is, and put those in your ear. Now, a couple of things. One, you're going to need a 3.5 millimeter jack. Don't take Bluetooth headphones and think it's going to work. You need a 3.5 millimeter jack, and you can get really cheap, decent headphones for like 10 bucks. 15 bucks at Walmart. I've got a pair of white ones that I use. It's got the play and pause button on there so you can answer calls, and it's a really nice seal in my ear. So get yourself a pair of earbuds, and I'll tell you why here in just a second. So you're taking your earbuds to the movie theater, and you walk up to the counter, and you're like, hey, two for this movie, and then you say, I would like the audio description. And then they usually will ask you a question, something like, do you want the glasses or the headphones? And you tell them you want the headphones and then go ahead and just clarify the ones that describe what's going on on the screen. Now, the difference is, one, the glasses are for closed captioning, which that's not what you need. And two, there are some headphones which are for hard of hearing and they will just amplify the sound and play the soundtrack of the movie in your headphones. And that's not what you want either. I've gotten that before, and that does really no good for you. It's really loud, but it's not helpful. So make sure you clarify. And then they'll usually give you the little device. They'll give you the headphones and you know, sign some paperwork, that sort of thing. Now remember, it's going to take them a minute to get it, so just be prepared to wait for just a minute because it's going to take, they got to set it to the right theater and that sort of thing. So when you get your little device, you get your headphones, you go in, you know, you, you go and you get your popcorn, you get the 40,000 ounce cup of drink, and then you go and you sit down, and here's where the earbuds come in because the headphones they give you are not great. They're not fantastic. They fit usually over your ears and go on the back, and they're just not great. So what you do is you unplug those and you plug in your 3.5 millimeter headphones, which if you don't know what a 3.5 millimeter is, it's a headphone jack. That's all it is. It's a headphone jack. So you plug it in and you put that one, you just put one earbud like in your right or left ear. And that way 
you are getting a good clear sound for the audio description and you can still hear the movie. And so I have found that is the best way to do it. I've used those headphones and they tend to block the movie sound. Plus, they're not very loud for the audio description. So get yourself that set of earbuds and put it in. Now, if you've never used audio description before, you might be a little disoriented at first. Getting used to the idea of somebody talking in your ear while the movie's going on and trying to focus on all that it can be a little disorienting. But once you get used to it, it has just changed the way I watch movies. I love it. Uh, I have talked to other visually impaired people who are like, no, I'd rather not use it or whatever. And that's totally fine. Totally up to you. But if you've never done it before and you're newly visually impaired, give it a shot because I think it'll really help you enjoy the movie, especially things like action movies, superhero movies, things like that, where there's a lot of fighting going on or a lot of movement. It'll help you understand what's going on. So movies are totally accessible. Check out your theater. See if they have audio description. I know that you'll enjoy it. I love it. And maybe you've got some tips about it as well. I'd love to hear about it. So let me know about your ideas of going to the movies because, hey, it's a great way to do it. The next thing is similar. It's live theater. Now, I love live theater. I've been a performer what seems like forever, and going to plays and musicals and things like that are just fantastic. I just love live theater. And similarly to movies, you can get audio description for the show that's going on. When I went to New York a few years ago, I actually saw Wicked on Broadway. If you've never heard of Wicked, it's awesome. If you like musical theater, you'll like Wicked. But I saw it on Broadway, and they actually had a description going along with it. I believe it was pre-recorded, and it went right along with everything, and it was wonderful. And Now, depending on the musical, it may or may not talk over the music, so you'll have to check that out. But it does have description. It talked about the set and the costumes and the makeup and everything. It was so awesome. So live theater is certainly accessible. There's also maybe accessible seating at the live theater. So maybe if you have low vision, you can get a little closer to the stage and kind of see a little bit what's going on, depending on your level of sight, your visual acuity, as we might say. But again, live theater is the experience of it, being there when they're singing live, when they're speaking live, that sort of thing. And so with the description, with the closer seating, that sort of thing, you can really experience the wholeness, the fullness of the show. You can also ask about large print playbills and things like that. There's just lots of ways that uh, live theater is being made accessible now for visually impaired people. So check it out. Call call around. Obviously, things that are going to show national tours of Broadway shows might be more likely to have it. And some theaters will have a specific performance of shows that are being described through audio description. So they might be a matinee on a Saturday. So just call around to your local theater. Say, hey, do you have audio description for any shows that are coming? Uh, when is it? How do I actually access it so that way when you go in you're ready to go and you can find out all about it so check it out live theater it's a great way to be entertained i really really enjoy it another form of entertainment that we may not think of as entertainment like movies or theater is museums a lot of people love museums i love museums i love to go and learn new things or be engaged by different stories over history and science and art and all that stuff but speaking of art museums especially they're not always accessible walking around looking at paintings doesn't seem exciting but a lot of museums will have audio tours and you might get a set of headphones and as you go through each painting you can 
hear a description of the painting or the sculpture or something like that. Some museums will have exhibits that are 3D so that you can feel the painting, you can feel the sculptures, you can get your hands on it because some museums don't want you touching the paintings. Obviously, that's a big no-no if it's a very nice, fancy thing. You don't want to be touching it, but they'll have exhibits where you can definitely touch it and they encourage it. So we got 3D and all that sort of thing. That's why I love the Children's Museum in our area because I can touch everything and it's really, really nice. Now, obviously, I'm learning more about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in that moment, but hey, I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so I'm just, I'm fine with that. And another great thing about going to a museum is if you go with somebody who's sighted, they can help describe what you see, describe the painting or whatever it might be, and then you guys can have a conversation about it. And really, the museum is all about that, learning new things, sharing it with somebody else. So it's not just that you have to have somebody who's sighted, you get to have somebody with you to share in that experience. So while museums may not seem the most accessible, there are different ways that you can access them through audio, through touch, through the different senses. So I encourage you to check out your local museum and see what they might have for you in the way of accessibility. Now, you might be saying, hey, Derek, movies are great, but I love sports. What about sports? Well, we're going to dive into sports, recreation, and more coming up right after the break. So stick around. We'll be right back after this. Hey, speaking about entertainment is a lot of fun. And one thing that I really haven't discussed at this point is reading. People love to read and find that a great form of entertainment. Because, hey, if you've watched a movie that was made from a book, what's the thing that people always say? Ah, the book was better, right? The book was always better. There's more detail, more to learn, more to get involved in. Plus, you can picture the characters any way you want. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm always going to picture Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter, and that's sort of fine. But when you don't have a movie, when you just have the book, you get to picture it all yourself. However, after sight loss, reading gets a little bit more difficult. But here's one great thing is audiobooks. I love audiobooks. When I first lost my sight and, and dove into the world of audiobooks, I thought it was awesome. And so if you're looking to try audiobooks, let me just tell you, first of all, you can go to the library. You can try different things like that. And that's a great way to jump into it. But there's another great way that is right on your phone and you can access right now. And that's Audible. Audible.com has like 180,000 audiobooks to try, just to try. And the great thing is, by listening to this podcast, you can get a free trial, 30-day trial, and a free audiobook. There's no risk. You can cancel at any time, and you'll be helping support the podcast by signing up for that free 30-day trial. All you got to do is go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash audible, and that'll help you get signed up for that free 30-day trial and free audio book. There's fiction, nonfiction, self-help, there's sci-fi, there's all kinds of great things to try out. And here's the great thing about Audible for people with visual impairment. It's audio books. They're read by famous people. I mean, it doesn't fit anywhere better than on a podcast about visual impairment. Am I right? So if you're interested, if you've never tried an audio book, you got to give it a shot. You can put it on your phone. You can listen to it. It's amazing. I love it. So check it out. Lifeaftersightloss.com slash audible. Get that free 30-day trial and that free audio book. And if you do so, let me know which book you tried and what you thought about it. Lifeaftersightloss.com slash audible.
So we're continuing our discussion of entertainment and finding different ways to make them accessible for people like us who are visually impaired. Now, we've talked about movies, theater, that sort of thing, but you may be wondering about sports. Going to a sporting event is something that, just like entertainment, it's ingrained in our culture, from baseball to basketball to football. I mean, you've got tailgates, you've got uh, cheering for your favorite team, you've got this whole idea, you know, eating a hot dog that's probably really, really bad for you. It's that whole experience of enjoying the sporting event. Now, going to like a football game or something can be a lot of fun, but when you're watching the field, especially with a visual impairment, you're like, how how enjoyable is this? And those kind of thoughts can really go through your head. So, one thing you could do, and you can just try this out, this is just a suggestion, but see if the game you're watching is being played on a local radio station. Whether it's high school, college, or professional, a lot of times a local radio station will play the game and you can listen to it. So if you maybe get the radio station's app, you have a small little radio with you, you can plug in an earbud like we talked about earlier and listen to the game and keep up with it while everybody else is watching the game as well. And the nice thing about that is you might pick up some things that the others haven't by, you know, the the announcers talking on the radio. So if it hasn't happened on the field, then it won't be happening on the radio, but it might happen on the radio before everybody else knows about it in the stadium. Maybe it's a call, maybe it's a play, something like that. And so if you're waiting for it on the field, you might hear it on the radio first, and then you're up and cheering while everybody else is like, what's going on? Because haven't you ever had that feeling at a sporting event if you lost your sight where everybody's cheering and you have no idea what's going on that can be a very very depressing feeling so get that radio try that out again it's just a suggestion it may not work every single time because they may not be playing it in on a radio station in your area but check it out it's a good way to do it now remember the sporting event is not just watching the game it's also being part of the crowd and enjoying the tailgate and the parties but maybe for you you really want to watch the game well another way to you know just as a suggestion is to stay at home and invite people over so you get still get the camaraderie of hanging out with people you can have a little you know party together you can have some chips and dip or you know buffalo wings or whatever you like and you can sit in front of the tv in a way that doesn't block everybody in your house and you can still watch the game it doesn't mean you have to stay home all by yourself and watch it you can have people over and they can enjoy it as well so sporting events are a great way to be entertained not only by the event but by the people around you as well And speaking of staying home and being at home with people, there are great games and recreation things to do at home. I mean, there are card games and board games. There are things to do, you know, with the TV. There are things to do outside that are entertaining for you and your family. I mean, all kinds of great things. If you go over to MaxiAids.com, which I've got a link in the show notes at LifeAfterSightLoss.com slash 008, you can find all kinds of accessible games. There are, I mean, soccer balls and basketballs. There are cards, there are board games, there are all kinds of things that make accessibility possible when you may not have thought it was possible. I have some playing cards that have huge numbers and letters, and it makes it possible for me to enjoy that with my family. So entertainment isn't just watching something or looking at something throwing at you, it's you being involved as well. So, you know, do those things, get involved with your family, you know, have a have a movie night, have a, which by the way, if you buy a DVD and Blu-ray nowadays, it's more than likely going to 
have audio descriptions, so that's good news. If you have a movie night, maybe you have a game night, maybe you just want to have a tickle fight, and hey, who do, who needs sight for a tickle fight, right? You're going to have a good time. I think that's a hashtag. Uh, you don't need sight to have a tickle fight. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Dr. Seuss would like that. So <laughs> enjoy those recreational moments because there's lots of accessible ways to do that. So the main thing to remember with all these different forms of entertainment is to not limit yourself. I mean, movies and theater and sports and all kinds of other things, you don't have to limit yourself to not enjoying these forms of entertainment. It might take a little getting used to, it might take a little finagling, and maybe you've got something that I didn't even mention that you do as well. That just goes to show that if you think outside the box, there are great ways to enjoy entertainment even after sight loss. So go out there, see a movie, go out there and enjoy a play, go out there and cheer for your favorite team and enjoy the entertainment that this world has to offer. All right, guys. Well, I want to end today's episode, as I always do, with my real-life retweet. This is just a quote or something interesting I've seen to leave you with so that you'll have this in your brain as you go away today. Our quote comes from Ray Charles. You may have heard of him, pretty famous piano player, singer, that sort of thing. And he's got a quote about music. So this is what Ray Charles says, quote, To me, music is entertainment. What else can it be? In fact, it's the only language I know of that's universal, end quote. Now, Ray Charles, again, famous musician, famous blind musician, and actually, I didn't pick it out because he's blind. I picked it out because it's a good quote, but ironically, he is visually impaired, and he has a great quote about music, how it's universal, the language that speaks to everyone, and so true. And again, so one more time, he says, to me, music is entertainment. What else can it be? In fact, it's the only language I know of that's universal. So kudos to Ray Charles for saying something like that, because hey... It's an amazing quote, and think about it as you end this podcast today, that music is the universal language. Whether you can see, whether you can't, you can experience it. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap it up for me today. I want to say a big thank you for listening to the podcast. I so appreciate it. It's been an awesome time talking about entertainment. And as we conclude today, there's just a couple of things I'd love for you to do. First of all, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, I'd love for you to do that. You can do that in in Apple Podcasts, in Google Play, in Stitcher, your favorite podcast catcher. But if you just want to go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash podcast, that'll give you all the links that you need to subscribe there, and you can listen to every episode at that link as well. So just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash podcast and subscribe over there. Also, while you're surfing the World Wide Web, I would love to hear from you. That means I want to hear your questions, your comments, your, hey, Derek, how you doing? That sort of thing. And it's really easy. All you got to do is go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash contact, and that'll give you all the ways that you can get in touch with me. Social media, email, all that great stuff. Just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash contact. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Life After Sight Loss Radio. I want to thank you so much for joining me today and remind you that you can find today's show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 008. That includes links, information, conversation, and so much more. So just head on over to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 008. I hope you had a good time today and you enjoyed yourself. And thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. 
My name is Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see you in the next one. All the information provided in Life After Sight Loss Radio and on lifeaftersightloss.com is intended for educational and informational purposes only. If you're in need of medical, legal, or professional advice, please seek out a specialist in your area. Thank you, and have a great day.